You've got mail. In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Mm, I've been my zone, no lie. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. Then we take that town, then we take that town. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to the Least Racist Fantasy Football Podcast out there. Um, we've got a very packed show tonight. But uh, before we say anything, welcome back, Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? Armando Armando Hey, guys. Um, they just brought me on because it's time for the playoffs, and I'm here to help you guys win. So, And I'm a winner. It's kind of like what, what I do. Yeah, we call you Mr. December. And I'm here too. It's so painful that you would say that and that he would embrace that. And it just doesn't, it feels icky. Yeah. Um, well, welcome, Armando. We're happy to have you on. It's been well, a while. Yeah. Well, also, here's Dale. Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! Thanks, Dale. Yes. Yes. Hey, Christian. Hold on. Also, okay. here's Christian. This is preseason. What's up, everybody? Yeah. My name is Jeff. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. You were better off not introducing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, um, we they call Dale. We do Dale, Mr. Preseason. We do cause... have, we yeah, uh, we do have a really exciting show today because uh, we will be uh, talking a little bit about the Thursday night game coming up tonight. Uh, a little bit of uh, schedule stuff. Um, some strength of scheduling. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about trades. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Seahawks running backs, uh, the ones that are leaving and coming, um, and uh, talk about sex. I, oh, and uh, we're going to convince Brito to do another live show because he doesn't want to, but uh, by the end of the show, I think I'm going to have him uh, scheduled in to do another live show, maybe Sunday morning. That would be cool. Um, maybe, I don't know, Thursday or Friday night. We'll see. Anywho... Um, it's going to be Dale by himself. Hey, that's okay. Tune in, because that'll, be that'll be a fun show. It's just going to be Dale masturbating in the corner. That's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did get a uh, new little um, thing uh, to put my phone on for Periscope stuff, so we can start doing that again. I thought you were going to say, so like you could masturbate and like not have to hold <laughs> Yeah, the that phone. was a bad transition. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch... Uh, Pornhub and not have to worry about holding the phone and you got the mobility of using two hands if you want to. That too. Um, I do want to rant really quick about something and I just want our listeners to know before they get uh, gypped. Um, the Reese's peanut butter cups with the Reese's pieces inside of them. You've seen those, Shit's right? so good. No. Yeah, they're good. No. It's a ripoff and it's horrible and I'm begging everybody not to waste their money and buy it. It's what are they ripping off? Letdown. Nothing. It's just the biggest letdown. It's like you have the Reese's peanut butter cup, which is good by itself, right? The Reese's pieces are good, but putting them together is like it's not adding anything. It puts a little crunchiness into the into the Reese's cup, but it doesn't do anything. It's like putting like I, like ice in water. Like it doesn't do anything for the flavor. It wow, just adds a little crunchiness. 
That's so exactly one, what it's like. The crunchy, crunchiness sounds amazing. Just you saying it adds a little crunchiness makes me want to go out and buy it. That's one. Oh, no. Two, adding ice to water is one of the top ten things mankind has done. But it doesn't. I'm saying it doesn't enhance the flavor. <laughs> it's not like it doesn't enhance the flavor. And I don't think ice is a top ten thing of all time. No, listen. There's, most countries in the world don't use not, ice. Yeah, and it's <laughs> fucking offensive. If your drink is not cold, it's offensive. You cannot name it the top ten though. Yeah, obviously it's hyperbole, Dale. Okay. Well, we're ranking. We rank on the show, and people take your ranking serious. So when you call it top ten, you got to mean it. Listen, my my rankings are damn accurate. So you know, it's at least in the top one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, top okay. one hundred, I'll take ice is top one hundred. Right on. Right at. Right under bread. Sliced bread. No, ice is ahead of sliced bread. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. Another thing I want to talk about really quick, uh, I got on this kick, right? Like, when I was a kid, I don't know if you guys were the same way. Um, did you guys ever, like, have the Guinness Book of World Records as a kid and, like, look through it and think, like, oh, I could do that or that's crazy? Uh, did you guys have any of those, like, memories as a kid? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, hey, Dale. Dale guess do you know what? what the Guinness Book of World Records is? Do, no. you, do either of you hey. know what the Guinness Book of World Records is? Yes, I know what it is. Hold on. Okay, I want to okay. say something. You're what? probably going to cut this out of the podcast because you're going to be Hello? salty about it. Guess who is now a top hey, ten ranker on the season? Yeah, uh, I don't know who. What? This guy right here, two thumbs pointer to Brito. <laughs> okay, nice. well I'm, I'm reading really podcast, so can I that's pretty nice. on the season. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I okay. was number like a third. Uh, yeah, no, I was number like minutes, fifty. Okay. I think. Uh, what was I? I don't remember. I don't have it pulled up. I think I'm number fifty, which is a bad out of like 130 rankers. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, we are like on a trial version of the Fantasy Pros Expert Ranker, mm-hmm. uh, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, uh, trial version, yep. just like AOL. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two <laughs> okay. plugs for AOL today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, um, every week we rank players and they kind of put our results up against the rankers that are already on the site. I think, it, like I said, it's about 130 different uh, experts. How'd you do? And, uh, yeah, so... I think all all of us, uh, intern rich combined, uh, we're doing okay. I think we have a shot to be featured on the site next year. Yeah, I've been consistently top one hundred. I'm seventy this week, thirty last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's up and down. I mean, when you when you miss players, it hurts. Um, you know, it's it's kind of easy to be the average, but um, uh. yeah. When when you, when you get bold and you hit, that's awesome, like Christian does. And when you get bold and miss, <laughs> it hurts, like I do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I would. I uh, I wouldn't say I'm too bold, but I've never had a below average week. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think Sucking we're going on dick. three top ten weeks already so far this season, and uh, top ten for the season. All right, that's awesome. I'll Anyways, stop suck- I'll stop Anyways. sucking my own dick. Does AOL cost money? Yes, it does. And people still no. Pay I use it. it. Oh no 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 no! I don't think they even have service anymore. Do they? I think it's just like the no. free mail, like Gmail. Yeah, they don't have like a little like the little app that you used to open anymore. No, yeah, I don't think so. No, no, no. AOL was bought out by Huffington Post, from my understanding. Interesting. Or right. the other way around. Right, right. Yeah, AOL's dead. Anyways, I want to. I really want to talk to you guys about this. The world record stuff. Okay. So I was looking on the internet, and I was curious what world records like we would even be able to even try to get. Right. World's Worst Podcast? Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. But a couple of them don't seem that hard. Um, I'll I'll let you call a few that I I kind of, uh, you know, stuck out to me. World's Uh, Most Flaccid Penis? K-1 
Can you guys guess the most amount of t-shirts put on in one minute? And you can have some. You can have a friend to help you pull them down as you 12, put them on. Forty. Forty-five. What'd you say, Armando? Forty-five. Yeah, Thirty-one. That can be beat. That's a beatable. No, record. I don't know. That's a lot, man. W- in one minute, it's, it is. Takes, yeah. Okay. How about this? This is another good one. That's got to be a small person. That's not going to work for me. I'm fat. That's going to take forever. Well, no, it's going to be well, like I'm going to get yeah. four shirts done. That's going to be my work. <laughs> um, how about this one? This could be an easy one. Uh, most sticky notes on the face in one minute. This seems like an easy one to break. Fifty-eight. That's okay. No, you got the beard going on. Yeah, that's true. No, Dale, th- these are all impossible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I got another one. I got a good one. You've you've you're over two. Like we're not breaking either one of those records. Okay. 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 This is one we can break. Most tennis balls held in one hand. How many? Five. Ten. Oh, jeez. Okay. I definitely can't break that. Twenty-six. What? <laughs> What? In one hand? That's what it says. How do you... Okay, maybe if you... There's you nothing stack them else. You, yeah, no, no, you can stack them up, but you can only Dude, use one hand. Dude, you're not breaking... What the fuck are you talking about? These are very difficult. Okay. Especially if you have Trump hands, that's not going to work. Okay, do you guys know what uh, leapfrog... <laughs> you know, like when you leapfrog your friend or whatever, you know, like jump over them? Isn't that like for preschool kids yeah, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, right. Really? No, no, you no. got upset about me because I freaking read Harry Potter, but you're going to fucking keep going with this Guinness Book of World Record bullshit? Because we can win one, I'm telling you, and this is going to be really good for the podcast. You, just, you guys just wait, have to wait, read oh, wait. this. Speaking of good for the podcast, um, we now have a lost episode of an hour and 20 minutes of probably one of our better episodes completely gone because Dale doesn't <laughs> know how to delete the porn from his computer. Look, I didn't know that my computer was like at its max storage capacity, and uh, trust me, I was more upset than anybody last night. I literally no, was good you're not life. more upset than no, anybody. no, 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 no. I I'm pretty sure I was. Um, did Yo. you cry last night? Did you cry last night? I cry every night. <laughs> cry yourself to sleep. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that was uh, a call for yeah. help, and you're gonna laugh about it. <laughs> Blink twice if you're okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I so I didn't know. This is a fancy podcast, or what is this? We're just we're just a couple guys just talking, just chatting. <laughs> That's exactly what our listeners are thinking at this point. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to. Armando's uh, the voice of the people here. Okay, listen, listen, guys. Okay, one more. We can do this. Oh my! Most God. saltine crackers oh. eaten in one minute. It can't be more than like eight. Ten in one. We could do in ten one minute? in one minute. You realize that there's a, uh, I think it's a five or six saltine challenge. That's a fucking YouTube challenge that most people can't do. And it's like five. I think we could do it. You can do 10 saltines in a minute. Let's make that an eat bet. And if you lose that challenge as your eat bet, you then have to do two more eat bets. (laughs) Okay. I want to do some eat bets today. Let's do some eat bets. I haven't done any. Yeah, well, you will eventually when you're on the show. <laughs> I'm on the show, motherfuckers. Okay. They don't invite me, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's us to invite you. Show <laughs> um, some initiative. Yeah. I did for the past three days. And then you lost the podcast. Do you think the Tonight Show has to invite Jimmy Fallon on the show to, to host it? Probably. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways, let's get into. Uh... Wait, do you guys hear that? Do you hear that? This better not be the fucking CJ Prozice train. Choo choo. No, it's a, it's a Rawls train. 
Welcome Thomas aboard Ross to the CJ Procise oh, train. Anybody wants to train. <laughs> Anybody want to come aboard? Uh, you're welcome to, uh, because uh, he's going to be the man at least until the playoff push, right? No, no. He's got one week, and that's it. If that. Do you agree with that, Brito? Um, I have come more and more towards the side of if you want a if you need a guy that's going to be a guy that you're going to plug it in your flex, especially in a PPR league, it's CJ Procise. If you need this a guy week, because yes. you're trying, you have a team that's already going to make the playoffs and you want something that has the potential to win you your fantasy championship, you want Thomas Rawls. Definitely agree with that. I think Rawls might be a little more valuable in the playoffs, but do not dismiss CJ Procise in the next. I'd say give Procise a good three weeks to be very, very active. Um, even if he's not running the ball, uh, he's going to catch a pass catcher. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, absolutely. He's going to catch passes. Um, they need someone to be um, their out of the backfield, short, uh, short route option. Um, and I mean, you've got Baldwin stretching the field. You've got uh, Jimmy Graham right in the middle of the field, but you need that short route option. And that's going to be CJ Procise. And I wouldn't be surprised if they ran a lot of packages with Rawls and Procise in and they line up precise in the slot and do plays like that why are we talking about packages? i mean it's, i don't feel like thomas rawls can't catch the ball last year week 11 and 13 he had three receptions for 46 yards oh no 22 but yards. that's he, the whole man. reason like that's the reason they drafted precise was to be that little Pass extra catcher. weapon take over like yeah. the fred jackson role that they had last year yes. before he got yeah. hurt um and kind of be the guy that catches passes and has a few carries or whatever They've just liked him enough that they've given him more work, and they hated C-Mike enough to just completely cut him. Well, talking about C-Mike, he just signed with the Packers, and they've put Don Jackson on IR. That's a um, fucking professional radio transition right there. You're welcome. What was that? That's called that awkward was, silence. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you guys want to insert some analysis there. I mean, no. obviously Michael doesn't have any value for the next week or so, but you know, fancy playoffs, he could be valuable. Yeah. I know they play they play Seattle week fifteen, but beyond that, it's a it's a pretty average, yeah, schedule for him. Yeah, no, I I think uh, I think Michael's very stashable. Very, I I mean, and especially if you're making the playoff push and you don't have stud running backs uh that you love um definitely stashable for the playoffs and could be helpful a week or two down the road eh, i don't think know. so i don't I think, think this, I, this is the beginning back, of the I sleepening said. okay it could be yeah it could be I, I wouldn't argue against that i wouldn't make any bet against it um he plays the bears they're ranked top four week 14 he plays the vikings who are ranked top 10 and he plays Seattle. We all know what Seattle is, which is you know top fifteen. Those are, those are backs. all top five or six in terms of least fantasy points allowed to running backs. Yes, the Seahawks are top fifteen. Bears are top five. Vikings are top ten. So Christian Michael is pretty much not usable in the fantasy playoffs. But going pretty much not at all the rest of the season. <laughs> but he's gonna be interesting to watch in our, the real playoffs, I suppose. Thomas Rawls played all season last season. Granted, uh, he was very limited in a few but he only had five games last year with 10 points or more 10 fantasy points or more and what did he have like six games that he started and finished <laughs> yeah right exactly. but i'm saying 
I mean, people love the name Rawls, especially for what he did late in the season last year, uh, right. especially, you know, weeks 11, 12, and 13 last year. I mean, he just blew up. But let's not forget, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm tempering my expectations big time. I think ProSize uh, has earned at least the right to try to stay involved and have really good value. Yeah, I mean, I think Thomas Rawls is the one-two guy. CJ Prosize is a change of pace back and, and passing downs. I think that's what's going to end up being throughout the season. Probably not to start off coming off an injury, but that's what's going to develop into for sure. Okay, how about this? Do you think Rawls will match or beat his second highest score from last year, which is 20, 22.9 fantasy points in standard leagues? Do you think he could beat that? At, at some point this season? Yeah. Because if you don't um, think he so, plays this- don't put your chips on him. I would stick with CJ Prosize. I think it's very possible he plays the C- he plays Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week, and if he's full go, then yeah, I think he can. Uh, Pete Carroll says, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, not Pete Carroll, but reports are saying that um, Prosize Pro is going to be yeah. very active. Yeah, and they said the same thing about Thomas Rawls earlier today, so it's the same exact report. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say then, yeah, I think he could do it. He plays the 49ers weeks the last week of the season. Okay, so yeah, I'll take that. I'll definitely. Okay, how about you, Christian? 22.9 points. Uh, here's a statistic that I need to give you here because this is a little mind-blowing. As recently as 2013, two and a half million people were still paying monthly for AOL dial-up service. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wow. crazy. That's okay. amazing. So I think he, that's, he agrees with me that he thinks Thomas <laughs> Rawls can do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not on the Rawls train at all. I am. Uh, I'm actually the conductor of the CJ Prosize train. If you want on, you can, but uh, don't expect to just have one foot on and you know ride the fence. You either got to be on this train or off. So uh, I'm leaving you guys the at the station. I'm I'm gonna be uh, in, in a keeper league. Who would you rather have, Dale? Following both trains? Nope, you can't because yeah, they're going separate directions. Fine, I'm keeper league. Keeper league. You're going to stay at the bus station. Like, like get rid the, of them like both. The homeless bum you are. Wow. I got personal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Christian's living at the bus station, and uh, it sounds like Armando is uh, taking the train uh, the opposite direction in Rawls. I mean, okay. well, not, nothing better for a podcast than three guys saying three different things. What was Time Warner <laughs> thinking back in 2000 when they bought AOL for $164 billion? It was a merge, don't, but still. Well, don't forget how important AOL was in the whole internet age. I mean, they brought internet to, they brought, you know, regular internet to homes <laughs> all, over, all over the world. I don't know. I think I had AT&T. Uh, no, you definitely didn't have AT&T in 1995. Nah, I, I mean, no they lost they hundred billion dollars in a year. Yeah, that's that's bad, Ooh. bad business there. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how what I I would I explain to my wife if I lost hundred billion dollars in a year. <laughs> she would she would leave you before you told her, so you're fine. She's about to leave me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like our listeners. Um, they they left they, they, they left, left already. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody here? <laughs> Dale, you haven't seen the numbers, have you? <laughs> um, all right, so fine. we're not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Um, we're not going anywhere, guys. <laughs> uh, I guess we could talk about uh, 
You guys want to talk about this Thursday night game and what to expect from it? Yeah, sure. I think it's going to be a heavy Jonathan Stewart night and a heavy Tim Hightower night. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Do you think Tim Hightower over uh, over Mark Ingram? Yeah, I mean, last week they gave Tim Hightower, Tim Hightower the work early, and Mark Ingram came in to you know spark a little bit. But I think Tim Hightower will end up with more, with more work. I'm not sure if he's going to get the touchdowns because he has a difficulty of finding the end zone, but uh, he'll be productive with yardage-wise at least. Pick one non-quarterback that's going to finish with the most fantasy points on Thursday night. Bra- Brandon fucking Cooks. Okay. Dale? Um, I'm going to pick uh, Mike. Right, I think Michael Thomas comes out strong again. I mean, just because mm. he had a couple of fumbles last game, last week. Uh, I think he comes back from it. I think he's still a huge target for Drew Brees. You know, we talked about it before, like the Marquez Colston uh, forum once again. Uh, I think he starts emerging as as a real, real threat. And, you know, like I said before, I think I think him and Cooks are like 1A, 1B, even though Thomas did have a, that crappy game with two fumbles. But uh, Yeah, they don't they don't like people that fumble over there. If you're, you fumble, you're getting benched. And I think that's where they're going to do with Thomas. He's done. They, don't, they just don't like Mark Ingram. That's true. It's a very clear distinction. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of strange, but um I think if you I think if you have anyone on either of these teams you should start a minus Devin Funches or, you know, yeah. anyone random, but if you have a starter you start I mean, Olsen's going to be amazing. Benjamin's going to be amazing. Last so week, let me great. just uh, reiterate here, Armando, you kind of touched on it. Mark Ingram led the team with 11 carries for 50 yards. Tim Hightower had 8 carries for less than half of that, 21 yards. Um I know a lot of it was situational. Um, but is that a trend that we're going to see in this game, or are they just going to start giving Tim Hightower more work? Is that for me or Brito? Either one of you. you. He specifically said Armando. Oh. Uh, I mean, they love the – what was the report a couple weeks ago that Champagne's obsessed with Tim Hightower and has been wanting right. to get him the work? I think I think Tim Hightower is not going anywhere, and I feel like it's going to continue being a 50-50 split. I'm starting Tim Hightower in our listener league because I have no other option, and I feel okay about it. I know Carolina's top five against the run, but it's Thursday night football, and the way you win games by establishing the run. And Tim Hightower is a running game right now. Right. I mean, Jonathan Stewart hasn't. I mean, you mentioned both running backs, and I understand they're they're both great matchups because they're both pretty crappy run defenses. But I mean, Jonathan Stewart no, last week car- had 13 carries for only 39 yards. Um, hasn't been great really all season. A couple splashes here and there. But I mean, Cam Newton led the team in rushing last week. Um, I know it was against uh, Kansas City, and, you know, they're not New Orleans. I understand that. But, um, you know, looking at trends here, um, you're a little worried at all about Jonathan Stewart? I'm not. Uh, He has a great matchup going forward. He plays New Orleans twice, I think, going forward, and he also plays Atlanta. His schedule just gets so much easier. I'm just excited to see what he does in that offense moving forward because their schedule is just phenomenal. They're going to get him the ball. That's how they win fucking games. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Stewart's in contention for me for probably one of the best players on Thursday night this week. I think he bounces back from two straight bad games. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if you found the end zone um, multiple times. Really? Yeah, I mean, they yeah. has him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. He played the Chiefs last week and played the Rams. Both of those teams are really good on defense. He should, he should have t- a good game, on paper at least. Yeah. I mean, Saints giving up 23 and a half. Um, fantasy points per game, fourth most to running backs this season. Right. Um, this is that's one pretty of the, bad. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Going. The, this is like one of the matchups that we talked about last week when I was talking about David Johnson against the 49ers. It's way too good on paper. Um, I would take the under uh, if we're talking about how well Jonathan Stewart's going to be. I I don't. I imagine that he's not even going to score. Wow. I bet you. Okay. I can. I'll make a neat bet that Cam Newton has better fantasy value rushing than Jonathan Stewart does. Like more rushing yards and touchdowns, like just rushing points. Yes. Yeah. I'll take that bet. Damn it! Oh, I wanted that one. You guys can both you can take be it. on it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's a I, that's a neat bet. That's a neat bet. You're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna drop thunder. Does that mean we do like a sixty-nine or something if we both lose? That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, we could do that, Armando, <laughs> and you can do that. Okay, um, or we could toss each other salads. There you go. Um, I do want to touch on Carolina because we're going to talk about this a little later on. Carolina going forward plays the Raiders, the Chargers, the Redskins, the Falcons, the Buccaneers. They play the Seahawks in there once, but that's an amazing schedule going forward. So if you can get your hands on a Carolina Panther, there's only one matchup that scared me going forward. Please don't touch actual Panthers. <laughs> no, Ant- Unless you can find a Florida Panther. Cause yeah, uh, you know, like really you mentioned, Carolina Panthers has the easiest running uh, schedule for running backs uh, between now and the rest of the season. Um, they're in the top, let's see, um, they're in the top 14 with uh, for their wide receivers, and their quarterback uh, play is in the top six. So pretty juicy all around. Don't say juicy. Juicy. That's that's my new <laughs> word. I think I may make a shirt. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hashtag juicy. It's juicy. Yeah, I like that. So there's Black Panthers as well as Eastern Cougars that can be found in North Carolina. Nice. Also, Golden Panthers. Well, that's that's Florida. I've never, no. never seen a Golden Panther. They're extremely rare. Yeah. There's like 15 left they're or about, something. They're about as rare as a Florida Panther fan. Ooh. Good one. Mm-hmm. They're playoff bound this year. They spent two hundred million dollars <laughs> in the off season. Oh my god! Yeah. And they were in the playoffs last year. Jesus Christ! Are we talking about hockey? That's a lot of money. Okay. Are we talking about hockey right now? Wrong sport. <laughs> oh, have you guys, have you guys ever talked about Kobe Fleener? Are you, have you guys announced that he's droppable? Don't play him ever again. Yeah, he's gone off. Um, he's had one good game and one great game this season. That one great game was against me. Yeah. And it was probably when nobody else was playing him because they already given up on him. <laughs> and then he exploded. And, uh, yeah, it happens. Fuck that guy. Fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if he's never on our show. Fuck Kobe Fleener. Hey, 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 hey. Be, be nice. Jesus. That's I want Ben Watson thing, on this show. That's the kind of thing, like, when I'm trying to go for a job, like, at some sort of, like, sports empire in, like, six years, people are going to take that little clip and be like, Christian, why were you so angry at Kobe Fleener? Yeah, and they're they're yeah. gonna play that clip, and it's gonna be. And they're gonna sit you what? in front of in front of Kobe Fleener, and then you're gonna have to face him, and he's gonna fight yeah. you. Probably. But I'm gonna be more likely to get the job than you because at least I'm not racist. Christian, don't say that. Jeez, guys, I'm not racist. I th- There's two people of ethnicity ethnicity here, and we're both saying you're racist. Yes, no, you guys are both my friends, so it proves I am not. Oh, oh. We just work together. <laughs> we work for him. <laughs> White oppression. Oh, jeez. I'll say that. I'm sorry. Is that reverse racism? If I say that you're... 
Okay, never mind. Um, uh, I'm going to go pee. Let's talk about... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now we're going to take a quick commercial break because Armando needs to go pee and my dogs are pissed off. Perfect timing. All right, well, um, we're back from our commercial break. We're really good at awkward transitions. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the mailbag. You've got mail. Okay, Here's the mail. so we are going to, uh, we have a couple questions, actually, um, from Twitter. So thank you guys for sending me, in your questions. Let me read the first one, okay? <laughs> okay. What's Voldemort planning for Hogwarts, she asked Lupin. Attendance is now compulsory. For every young witch and wizard, he replied. That was announced yesterday. It's a change because it's never obligatory before. Of course, nearly every witch and wizard in Britain has been educated at Hogwarts, but their parents had the right to teach them at home or send them abroad if they preferred. Okay. Um, we uh, have a question. For you? We have a question what? from at Aaron James Cox. Um, <laughs> Cox. Uh, he it's it's weird some of our twitter uh twitter followers they have like a handle with their name and then they have like a username with a completely different name so that's pretty shady but i guess that's expected it's like our listeners anyways our listeners are like 90 percent shady guys who are all cheating on their wives (laughs) it's like this guy's name is aaron james cox and like his username is like something like uh, Tom Smith or something. <laughs> so. I guarantee that guy has two phones. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like a lot of our listener, a lot of our uh, followers ha- are the same way. Anyways, yeah, a lot of our followers have two phones. <laughs> have two Twitter names. Oh, uh, you know what they have? They have a second email. It's an AOL email. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> thirty third fourth AOL reference. Uh, how comfortable are you guys with Diggs against Arizona this week? Bencham, he's getting shadowed. By P- by Peterson or Patterson. What do you really? what do you? Uh, I mean, who else does Minnesota have to give the ball to? Like even if you're being shadowed, and even if it's the team that allows the fifth least fantasy points to wide receivers, like he's still gonna have a decent game because there's no one else they can give the ball to. What other options does he have? Does he give you options, Dale? No, he he just wants to know how confident we are on him. Uh, last. Let, I'm a, let, let me just break this down for you it has a, as far as targets go. Uh, last three weeks, he had 13, 14, and 15 targets. Um, chances are that he gets 16 targets this week to continue the trend. What do you guys think? He'll probably get the targets, 10%. but he's not going to catch them. Yeah, last week, he got most of his targets and receptions in garbage time, so I don't imagine it to be that. You don't think there's going to be garbage time? numbers are kind of skewed. Thing? There might be. There might not be. Okay. No, I don't think it's – Minnesota's not the type of team that – will continually get blown out. Right, right. Oh, well, they're, they're they've lost four in a row, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't love Diggs. I think he's going to have up and down uh, up and down weeks, but I do think it's promising that he's had over 13 targets in each of his last three games. Um, it's hard to believe that he would, you know, he had five targets a week before that, so it's hard to believe that, you know, Sam Bradford is locking in on him for the last three weeks and won't do it this week. I think the trend continues with his high volume targets. Um, I don't I don't know if that equals fantasy production, as we see from yeah. uh, Allen Robinson dominating in targets week after week. Just just play the numbers here. He's going to get a lot of targets against a pretty good defense. So what you can expect is it's going to be less production. There's going to be less yards coming out of each one of those targets, right? But it's still there's still going to be some volume 
he's still going to be okay, and I think he's worthy enough to be a starter this week in your lineup. Just don't expect a huge week. Right, right. Uh, is other is other part oh, of the oh, question oh. here is uh, any well what what do we think about uh, Mike Evans versus Kansas City? Uh, my initial reaction is never worry about playing Mike Evans. Always, Un- always play unless you're. I mean, unless you literally have Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, AJ Green, and like maybe T.Y. Hilton all on your team, then maybe you then can question, consider right, right, benching Mike Evans. But yeah, like, yeah. Um, even then, I think he's still a top five or six option at worst on like his worst weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Never worry about him. He's a he's a guy that you're going to keep in your lineup unless he has a buy. Uh, I want you guys to rank these running backs here. Uh, Ty Montgomery, Gio, uh, Bernard, uh, Tim Hightower, I'm sorry, or Terrence West. Giovanni Bernard, Tim Hightower, Terrence West, Ty Montgomery. Um, same list, but I'll put Montgomery over West, and I'll keep everything else the same. So it'll be Gio, then... Um, What's his face? Then Simon Montgomery. Hightower. <laughs> yeah. Geo, Hightower, Montgomery, and then West. Okay. West is losing his job to Dixon, I believe. Yeah. I mean, Montgomery I, just lost his job. You know, I was talking to Armando <laughs> earlier, and, and I truly believe. I think West has, like, maybe three quarters left to kind of prove himself and, you know, get some carries. Uh, I think at the end of next week, uh, I think it's going to be as soon as the end of next week that Dixon really takes over. I don't know if uh, yeah. West has averaged around two yards. A, I've already West ranked only averaged a, ahead of West this week. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, okay. I think I'm going to too. He's averaged two yards per carry, two and two and a half yards per carry the past couple of weeks. So he's been pretty atrocious. Yeah. I yeah, agree exactly. with that. Um, but if they keep feeding the ball, he still is going to be above Tim Tim, uh, Tim Montgomery, who's not getting fed the ball. So all. that's what. Yeah. And now with yeah. the news of uh, Christian Michael coming in the backfield, maybe not, and you know. And, and he missed practice, practice with this week with an illness, so, you know, could just miss the week altogether. All right. Uh, yeah. Our buddy Kenneth uh, at uh, the Wade 44, uh, he wants to know, uh, he says, Dak Prescott right now is a uh, six quarterback in fantasy right now. Do we see him finishing above or below six for the for the season? Okay. Hello. Give me one second, and I'll tell you all the quarterbacks that I think will finish above him by the end of the season. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have him below six, and here's why. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota, Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, and maybe Jameis Winston and Blake Bortles will all pass him by the end of the season. So what does that make it? 10 to 12. That's a lot. Yeah. I'll take an e-bet on like half of those. Yeah. You'll take uh, an e-bet on half of those? I can name a couple I would rather have over, but not all of those. I think it's a little ridiculous. Who would you rather? Who would you rather in that list have? Break, break, break it down, Brito. Say the name and let Armando say yes or no. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh, I'm gonna take Matt Ryan. Drew Brees. Uh, keep going. Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota. Keep going. There's a big difference there. These are. Keep going. This is six point standard. Those are the top four quarterbacks on the season. Right, he's, I'm still taking all those. He's guys. reading it on a four point standard, though. That's the that's a little bit of a difference here, right? Um, right. But I'll keep going because let's remember, Dak Prescott has four rushing touchdowns, so that's a li- that makes I'd him rather, a little bit more valuable in a four point passing league. I'd rather have Derek Carr over Dak Prescott in our six point league. Okay, hey, Armando, Armando, can you turn up your volume? I mean, I rather turn it up. Yeah. 
You say you'd rather have Dak Prescott over Derek Carr? Yeah. You think? Okay. I mean, there been there's been almost no difference between them so far this season. I just like I, I agree. I like the schedule, but he plays Washington, Tampa Bay, Detroit, the Giants, and Minnesota's not been really good recently. Right, it's so three I'd rather have matchups him. and two not Car- so bad matchups. Car Car has a better yeah. matchup, uh, better schedule uh, for rest of the season than Dak Prescott does. Yeah, there it's it's a wash between those two schedules. Yeah, Indianapolis is a great matchup. San Diego's pretty good matchup and then that's pretty much the only two easy Carolina's ones I see on pretty the bad against the pass as well uh, that's yes. true that, that was good okay yeah I would still take Dak Prescott just because of the legs okay either I way do. I think he finishes below the top six quarterback where he's at right now I, I, I think he's closer to a top ten quarterback yeah uh, yeah I just want to mention even in, in a six point league I think he might finish outside the top ten I just want to mention this to you guys really quick uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if this scares you or not, but week 12, 13, 14, and 16, mm. he plays a top seven defense. Um, oh, yeah. Philly, Houston, Seattle, him. and Minnesota, he plays those weeks. Have you nervous at all coming playoff time? I mean, this is, you know, like I said, week 12, 13, 14, and 16. It's pretty brutal for him. Worried? It's first, I'll just say one thing it's Aaron Rodgers. He's perfectly fine against any matchup. I don't care who it yeah. is. I it, yeah, I would rather it be against you know New Orleans, San Francisco, and Atlanta. Yeah, sure. Right. But right now that he's playing for a playoff berth, I, I when he plays hungry, there's nothing stopping him. So I'm not I'm not I'm not ecstatic about it. Yeah. But I'm not moving Aaron Rodgers. Right. It's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you should trade Last him for three Russell weeks, Wilson. I've thought about it, but yeah. oh. Look, okay, you about- thought about it, but you don't want to deal with the fact that Russell Wilson sucks for half a season every fucking year, <laughs> and that is amazing. Exactly. For the other half. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Would you would you rather have Aaron Rodgers with that schedule I told you, or Philip Rivers who has uh, four uh, the entire playoffs he faces a top seven uh, or bottom seven def- passing defense? Uh, Aaron Rodgers because because Philip Rivers plays uh, starting at week thirteen he plays Tampa Bay, Carolina, Oakland, and Cleveland. That's it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I, I th- it's close. I mean the schedule, yeah, it makes it a little more interesting, but. I just take the reliability of Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to throw four interceptions like Philip Rivers right. just did against a right. subpar. Okay. I bet you. I bet you Aaron Rodgers outscores Philip Rivers this week. You're probably right. <laughs> he, yeah, Philip Rivers has a great matchup this week. He plays against a team uh, BYE. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Oh, anyways, I know them. Ba- the Bayou. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I really feel like you guys deserve the the game show sound right there. <laughs> hey, you played into it. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that wraps up our questions. Uh, thank you for the two questions, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a fun game. So we appreciate you got that. got more questions, Dale. Those are the questions you picked from. Right, right, right. Yeah, actually, I do have a couple other questions, but you're right. I think we had, like, a handful um, okay, I got a couple questions. Can I ask you guys a couple? Sure. Travis Benjamin or Tyrell Williams the rest of the Tyrell. way? Dale. Yeah, Tyrell, just because of the schedule. I don't. I. I. What? They're the same team. <laughs> Who'd you say? <laughs> Travis Benjamin or Tyrell Williams? Did you understand oh. Kelvin Benjamin? Yes, I thought. I thought you said Kelvin Benjamin. I wouldn't have snap reacted that quickly. If I was surprised, <laughs> but I agreed. <laughs> all right. Um, Tyrell's legit, all right, I will, guys. 
I know. I know. That, I agree. That's why I picked him. All right. Okay. Do you want more questions or yes. that was my biggest question? I like your rapid fire. The rapid fire questions should be a segment on the show, but I don't know why it's not. Okay. I, I only only when I'm around. Okay, does Spencer from here on forward, where do you see Spencer Ware finishing? Right now he's currently thirteen. Do you think he's gonna finish in the top twelve going forward or is he gonna be nope, outside he's of that? Losing value. I'm telling you. Quick uh move him while you can. He plays Denver twice, um, including the Super Bowl. Uh yeah, um, I try to move him in all my leagues that I have him in. Uh, I think I would take Spencer Ware. Hold on, hold on, hold on, sure. hold on. They can't play each other in the Super Bowl. They're both in the AFC. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Super Bowl, Brito. Get with That's it. That's what you said. You literally said the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm staying away from Spencer Ware. What do you guys think? I don't know. Oh, I'm out. I've I've never liked him. I'm I'm all out on him. Does Andy Reid strike you as the type of guy that still uses AOL? Okay, um, Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> um, oh, Crowell has been terrible. Why do you even like him? I don't even know what to ask you about him. He's currently ranked, you know, number eleven. What do you What do you do with him? You trade him away. You play in the playoffs. He plays Cincinnati, Buffalo, San Diego. Do you stash? Do you play him for the play, keep him for the playoffs, or you trade him away? Isaiah Crowell. Is the type of player yeah. that you play whenever he's playing a bottom twelve defense. So I just gave you his schedule. Yeah. So what do you do with him? You use him when he's playing San Diego. Who are the other two teams that you said? Cincinnati and Buffalo. Uh, like who in Buffalo? Cincinnati. Since okay, um, I think Cincinnati. You could play him. It's gonna be close. Let me quickly hold on one second. Yeah, Armando, I, I had just closed the uh, C- Cincinnati's middle of the pack uh, run defense. And I think Buffalo's bottom bottom half too. Yeah. No, Cincinnati is twelve. So I yeah. play him against Cincinnati. I'm playing him against uh, against San Diego, and of I'll course. sit him against Buffalo. You'll sit him against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. He's pretty. Right. That's I'll play him. Like he's playing against Pittsburgh this week. I feel very comfortable starting Isaiah Crowell as an RB two this week. Very comfortable. Okay. I agree. I don't disagree with that. Um, last one of running backs. So Jay Jai, the Ricky Williams of our time, um, of our time. <laughs> his <laughs> his schedule is pretty brutal. Baltimore, Arizona, New York Jets, Buffalo. That's a playoff schedule. Um, what do you do? I mean, he's just amazing as a running back. What do you do with him though? He plays L.A. this week. What worries do you, me? Do you keep him? Tra- is yeah. what came out today. I think a huge portion of Jay Jai's value comes with the fact what I've been saying for a few weeks, that the offensive line has finally been healthy. That offensive oh, line yeah. is really good. They're just always injured. And guess what? Brandon Albert is injured again. So Well, that was just his wrist. That, I mean, it's fine. It was just out of week. place. He's already, he's, been oh, said, he's, he's already been said that he's fuck. out, and, and Laramie Tunso is going to start at left tackle. So That's not good. When it comes to the Dolphins, <laughs> you've got to keep track of that offensive line. Now, I think um, – Laramie Tunso filling in at left tackle might be okay. Um, we'll see what happens this week against um, against the Rams at L.A. Um, but I think be weary, and uh, you add the fact of that schedule, he might be a good sell-high candidate for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays San Francisco, which maybe after the 49ers, you can maybe sell really high right as a, play, right, as a fantasy playoffs are starting because then he has uh, Baltimore, Arizona, the next two games, the first two games of – I'm sorry – Week 13 is Baltimore. Week 14 is Arizona. 
So there's gonna be two tough is, games. This this might be a tough game, I think, for for uh, for JHI this week. Yeah, I mean, LA is they're not ranked very high, but they've gotten healthier too, and and I expect them to play better and better. So, all right, I have one more question. Um, so I'm gonna go over wide receivers now. Doug Baldwin, he came up with three touchdown performance this week. You know, up until now he's been pretty atrocious, mm-hmm. like we all predicted. Um, do you see him returning to his last year form, or what's gonna happen now? Yeah, um, you know, me and Brito kind of talked about this too. He goes as Russell Wilson does, right? Russell Wilson is right. turning on the Jets this, you know, this time of the season. So, uh, as long as Russell Wilson plays well, uh, Doug Baldwin has a chance to finish uh, very, very strong, as strong as he did last year, I think. Um, turning on the Jets. You like I that? hate that phrase. Mostly because when I think about it, I think like now all the Jets players are aroused. <laughs> it's just a little weird. Doug Holland turns on all the Jets. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Um, I get it, though. I mean, good-looking dude, pretty intelligent, mm-hmm. scores a lot of touchdowns. Fast. Fast on his feet. Right. Anyways, yeah, definitely goes as Russell Wilson goes. Wilson will be better I think, in the second half of the year now that he's finally seemingly healthy. Um, he's not going to replicate the end of last year's numbers because that's impossible. Um, but he'll be fine. He'll be okay. pretty good. I think uh, Baldwin right now, um, what is he, wide receiver, like 16, something yeah. like that? I Sorry think 17. rest of season he's a top 12 guy. Okay. So, uh, so you would like, – so you would trade for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think if, if you if you but I have think... <laughs> if, if you place your chips on Russell Wilson, uh there's nothing wrong with fully believing Doug Doug Baldwin. Baldwin's number seventeen right now in a standard scoring league. Yeah, Except here's here's the issue, right? I, I tried to get Doug Baldwin yesterday in a trade. Um this is this is what I sent. Um in a group chat. The guy's crazy, by the way. Huh? Are you talking about Mizzles? Yeah, he's ridiculous. Um, he sent that, oh, I'll sell Baldwin for the right price. So I sent him a message. I was like, what's the right price for Baldwin? Just look at my team and let me know what you might be interested <laughs> in doing. His reply, there's no one on your team I would be interested in for him. <laughs> That's sad. He's, I, I, I mean, this he, is a, he told me. Uh, go ahead. This is a no, team. I mean, I have Devonta Freeman, Brandon Cooks, had. All these yeah. are gone now. Right. right. Um, Allen Robinson, Russell Wilson, Jeremy Hill. Like, there's plenty of pieces, so don't well, be ridiculous. Well, you're trying to buy a guy after he scores three touchdowns when his yeah. quarterback is starting to play really, really well. So it's to probably be not fair, the best I've time. I've also tried to buy him a few times already yeah. this okay. year. Okay. But it's probably going to be harder now. Uh, what about this, guys? Would you take Doug Baldwin over Michael Thomas the rest of the season? Yes. Hands down, easily. Yes, Let's do it as well. Right. Uh, how about Michael Crabtree rest of the season? Over Doug Baldwin? I'll take Doug Baldwin. I will take Baldwin as well. Okay, I think I'm taking Crabtree. Uh, how about, okay, I'm moving up here. Uh, Brandon Cooks or Doug Baldwin? Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Do you agree, Armando? I agree. Uh, I, I I mean, I kind of disagree with some of the guys you might have skipped. Like, I would still rather have Devontae Adams over Doug Baldwin. Ooh, that's going to put me in a position where I've been loving Adams all year. By the way, I'm going to continue to say... He was the guy that I kept saying is a post-hype sleeper, and that's exactly what he's been. Yeah. Yep. He's been pretty damn good. He has been pretty um, good. Give me Baldwin only because of the rough Green Bay schedule. Okay. That's fair. 
And uh, Devontae Adams is the two as opposed to Baldwin's one. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't. Seahawks have a pretty tough schedule going forward too. They play. Oh, they got Carolina and Tampa Bay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of middle of the road. There's a few uh, tough games in there as well. Yeah. Okay. This kind of maybe be bold. I got one last one for you guys. Uh, I kind of know what you're going to say because it seems like both of you love Doug Baldwin. Uh, taking him over Jamison Crowder rest of the season. That's close. I love me some Jamison Crowder. What? Uh, I would rather have Crowder. What? I think it's close. I think it's close too. I I think I'd rather take Baldwin here. Um, why is this close? Not by far. I don't understand why this is close. Oh, you're you're with Crowder too? I, no, I'm with Baldwin. Why is this close? Yeah, I'm with Baldwin. Crowder's Baldwin. been more. I agree. It is. He's been way more consistent right now. Like no, I he's mean, not over. Yes, he is over the since week six. Ten points. Ten points. Sixteen points. By 10 points. That's pretty fun, consistent. And his schedule's in favor of him. He has Carolina, Chicago, Green Bay, Dallas. By the way, we're going to do this. Armando coming with the numbers. I like this. Hold on, but we're going to pause because I've done this a couple times to Dale now. I'm going to do it to Armando. Armando, say Chicago again. No. This is Chicago. Why are you saying it like that? Because I'm Spanish. (laughs) Hispanic. (laughs) All right. Very well. Move on. I mean, you're betting on. I think, I think we're all kind of betting on uh, Doug Baldwin to do better. Returning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um, we're betting on Russell Wilson's healthy again. Okay. I don't think Doug Baldwin is a good wide receiver. I still stand by that. Looking at his numbers, but he's the only wide receiver that's any good on that roster. And he, that's the only reason he's why he's failed from week four on until last week. He's failed to hit nine points, nine fantasy points. Um, and, that, and now all of a sudden, you know, we're overreacting because of the three-touchdown game, which he only had 59 yards. Six Half of his receptions were touchdowns, by the way. Um, right. I don't know if that's enough to bet on, but uh, he's, you know, he's, his target numbers are pretty pretty good for a wide receiver, too. You know, he's anywhere between, like, eight, nine targets a game, six six targets a few games. But here's, here's a good one. He's ranked below him, but I think this is a good one. Kelvin Benjamin or Doug Baldwin? I think I'd rather gamble on Doug Baldwin. Yeah, me too. I, I like Benjamin's schedule, like you said earlier, is just yeah, phenomenal. But Doug, but Doug he, Baldwin, I think, he, is more fun to gamble on. I guess, but he's Benjamin has been super consistent. Eight, over 80 yards, you know, almost over 80 yards every week. Yeah. Um, and then he has Oakland, San Diego, Washington, Atlanta. Jesus Christ, uh, that's just a phenomenal. Besides the Seattle matchup, uh, yeah, I would rather have Benjamin easily. Benjamin's going to finish in the top 12 by the end of the season, right? in my opinion. Right. Oh, uh, one more thing. We mentioned this already. Can't Russell Wilson, he's been very good two weeks in a row, so maybe you can't buy him right now. Maybe he's going to be a little bit more expensive. Cam Newton hasn't been great. All right? He had a pretty good game against Kansas City, but he hasn't been great over the last four weeks. Um, if you can get Cam Newton for a fair price, he's going to have a great stretch to end the season. I mean, he's got New Orleans, Oakland, San Diego, Washington, Atlanta, all on the schedule in, his, in five of his next six games. Um, we realize we've said the Carolina Panthers schedule at least five times today. I know. And they're, I mean, <laughs> Cam Newton, um, he's number 15 right now in quarterbacks. Yeah. It's going to be a lot better than that number by the end of the season. So in, in, keep, in I keeper mean, dynasty leagues, are we, uh, are we hoping that Cam Newton returns to – 
last year's form next year? Yes. I think they're going to adjust that offense dramatically. They can't keep running him. Like I said, I said this in the preseason. They can't run him as much as they have been. For him to stay as their quarterback of the future, they need to change their fucking offense quick. Okay. He loses value if they do, though. I think I think he's still a top 12 yeah. wide receiver quarterback, whoa, whoa, but I, I just... Whoa, 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 What? Nothing. He said you were about to say wide receiver. Dale thinks he'll be a better <laughs> oh. running back this week. <laughs> Shut over, up. <laughs> Jonathan Stewart, you actually made that an eat bet, which is, I don't know. Well, he which was I, he was last he week. A, it's he not has crazy. A, it, has a, it has a fair chance of happening. I mean, it happens m- most weeks, actually. Um, where do you guys have Martellus Bennett ranked uh, the rest of the way if Rob Gronkowski's out? He's currently the fourth tight end. What? Martellus Bennett is currently the fourth tight end in fantasy football. Where do you guys have him finishing the rest of the season? All depends on Grok's health, right? I mean... Uh, and all of Martellus Bennett's production came in week five. <laughs> three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take much for the tight end rankings to be skewed with a really, really good game like he had. Uh, he's definitely serviceable. Yeah. He's, you know, he's top 12 tight end if Gronk is out for sure. He's going to be, he's going to be great. Top he's six? Top six tight end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where do I have him ranked? Yeah. I'll tell you right now where I have him ranked. So Tyrod Taylor is currently ranked out. Uh, that's assuming Gronk is out. Um, I have Gronk listed right now as out. But uh, we'll see how that progresses. He does not have a puncture in lung, by the way, for the people that keep saying that shit. Right. It's just a chest injury. Right. He injured his chest. Oh, I just look... I just looked at the Buffalo Bill schedule. If you can get your hands on like a Buffalo Bill, why do you keep even to put t- your hands on people? Have you seen my hands? You're like a 1998 evangelical pastor. It's the times we're living in, man. It's the times we're living in. <laughs> um, okay, uh, just to remind you guys really quick, Jonathan Stewart has had only two games where he had over 6.4 points this season. I know he hasn't been the healthiest, but. Just keep an eye on that. Uh, and those two games were, what, 20-plus yeah, points? Yeah, both? both of them were 20, 20 and 24. So um, that's that's where I base my opinions off of, is he hasn't done it very consistently. He hasn't gotten over 40 yards very consistent throughout the season. Okay. So it's not coming out of the thin air. It's just not being bold to be bold. I just want to qualify. Um. All right. Well, I have one question. This is my last question for you guys. Who is your number one running back next year in the draft? Wow. It's between two guys, but it's a really tough question. Uh, it is between Zeke? two guys. Do we have the same two guys? Uh, I'm going to go with Zeke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with better offense for sure. Uh, I don't trust Palmer there at all. But, yeah, I'll take Zeke yeah, Elliott. That's yeah. fair. And I, I, I mean, honestly, and who's, even Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, who's number three? It's Melvin. It's no, I, no, I think Melvin Gordon is should be in the conversation. I know no one else is talking about it, but he's you know been just as. I think Melvin Gordon slots in at five. No, over who's over him? (laughs) Jesus Christ, who? And Demarco Murray. Uh Oh. Not Demarco. Ah, nah, nah. I nah, nah. I would say maybe four. Le'Veon Bell, okay, maybe, but yeah, I think Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell. I think I, Demarco Murray's not going to finish in the top twelve again next year. Yeah, fair enough. 
and all five uh, old. are very good pass catching running backs. So, uh, yeah. shows you the power of that. Those are great. Who has? It's going to be a great uh, running back draft next year, I think. We've had a very nice season for running backs, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, compared to no last one's year. gotten injured yet. Yeah. You just jinxed it, Armando. No injuries. Um, I, okay, I, to wrap I, up I the know. show really quick. If you <laughs> There's going to be like a rampant amount of ACL tears <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from now to the end of the season. Yeah. Like it's just going to be crazy. Um, if you guys need to get a hold of us, go to our Twitter at EatSleepFF. Uh, you can go to our website, EatSleepFantasy.com. Um, you can oh you can leave us a voicemail five oh seven six nine sleep. We will be doing a live show on Sunday morning, so tune in. We could have lineup questions. We'll give you some updates as they come in. Um, Dale so will be doing up. a live show. We will be doing a live show, and it's gonna be so much fun. Live show of his penis, and we will be giving away a T-shirt on Sunday. So you might want to listen. Uh, Sunday. Like Wait, I did one T-shirt. Yep, we're giving away one T-shirt. It's a boy's medium. We, yeah, the the, t- the cannon only has enough gas for uh, one more thing, one more shot. <laughs> Did I make an e bet? I didn't want. I wanted to make an e bet yeah, before I left. Or... Yeah, we made an e bet. What was it? We took Jonathan Stewart better rushing day than Cam Newton for mm. Christian Brito and Armando Crespo. My name is Dale. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Fuck you, Dale. Fuck you, Dale. got mail.